Welcome back to the Flock Talk. Good to be back after the Flock took a much-needed bye. T. Ivy and Rex Gardner will join me shortly. We say hello to our podcast partners, SoundCloud and iTunes. Please like and subscribe to our show by searching any of our names on those affiliates. Uh, thank you for listening around the country. We've got lots to get into today before uh, Rex and T will join me shortly. Uh, the college football playoff, it's kind of shaping up like we've been seeing it. We're going to get right into that coming up right after this introduction. And uh, lots of good games last weekend after Oregon took a bye week. Uh, and they come back to Austin this Saturday, taking on the Wildcats of Arizona. And I'd like to bring in the boys into the show. Boys, one question I got for you. Uh, what was your favorite game to watch last weekend? Um, man, I think Georgia Auburn was good, um, but for me personally, uh, watching the Celtics win 13 straight this weekend was uh, pretty great. Uh, uh, T, yeah. how about you? Yeah, I like that Georgia Auburn game. It was an exciting game to watch. Uh, mine personally was Miami Notre Dame. I know it was kind of a blowout, but I'm not the biggest Notre Dame fan, um, so it was good to see uh, me to see the uh, Fighting Irish go down. Uh, so let's jump into the show. Let's talk about the college football playoffs. You know, they came out with the rankings uh, last Tuesday, and it's kind of shaping up. It's making it easier on the committee. We can say that to the least. Uh, Rex, do you like uh, Alabama, and Clemson, Miami at three? Uh, Clemson does have a loss, but you, do you like Miami at three instead of at two? Yeah, I do. And I think for me personally, the only thing I have differently is I have Wisconsin in my top four okay. and uh, Oklahoma sitting out of it just because uh, they've been they've looked good and they've they've taken care of business. So it's hard for me not to have Wisconsin in there. Yeah. Well, one thing about these rankings is they're going to wash themselves out because if, if Wisconsin goes undefeated, they're looking they're in. They'll be there. Yeah. And um, I think that they would eliminate. I mean, either way, if the next couple of weeks are generally going to wash out the college top four so we got a lot of uh good uh two lost teams as well we got auburn sitting at number six uh notre dame you know they just got that tough loss against miami they're eight and two ohio state's eight and two penn state eight and two and right now the top team um in the pac-12 usc at 11 with nine and two who do you guys think the best second ranked team is um right now best two loss team I mean, Auburn looks good just from judging by their performance of Georgia, but uh, that also raises questions of really how good Georgia was Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it a little bit harder just to put them in there. Uh, they they might be mine, though, right, at, right now, just as the way they played last week and the last couple weeks. Yeah, yeah football's a, a lot of the time it's a week-by-week kind of game. So if you, if you have – I mean, if we're all being honest, it's Auburn. They beat the number one team in the nation, mm-hmm. so – World Auburn. You know, USC looks good, too. They're starting to figure things out, but it's probably Auburn. Last week, you just um, – it's going to be unbelievable how big that Alabama-Auburn is going to be coming up uh, this month on the 25th, so that's in two weeks. Um, if Auburn ends up beating Alabama in that game, and that game is being played home at Auburn Stadium, is there any chance – and maybe a little help from maybe a loss from Clemson again and maybe a loss from Oklahoma. Do you think they make the top four? Well, they have to beat Alabama, and that's yeah. a big task on, on by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on and win the SEC. I, you know what? It'd be, it'd be tough to keep them out uh, with the committee. With 
Would they, if they beat Alabama, would they be in the, the, the championship game? Uh, I think. God, I'm not sure. I think. Uh, I think if Auburn wins, you have a good chance that you have you get both of them still in there. Um, yeah. Just just because how you know Alabama does get the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Right, and they have been getting it all year. Um, and they play. They hardly ever play tough road games. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'd be tough to keep Auburn out if they won the SEC two losses. But we'll see what happens. Because fifteenth uh, ranked. UCF, UCF has a higher uh, strength of schedule so far than Alabama has, yeah. and uh, UCF's fifteenth, and Al- Alabama's first. Yeah, they don't they don't play they don't play any tough road games. They uh, Alabama makes sure of that. Well, the flock talk there, talking the college football playoffs that comes out with their new rankings every Tuesday, and that's on uh, four o'clock on ESPN. All right, so. Uh, we got some more stuff coming up here. We got UCLA players suspended over in China. We'll mention that coming up later in the show. Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas Cowboys running back, withdraws from his appeal and will serve his full ban. I believe he is suspended uh, for at least a couple games. We'll get more into that coming up in the show. All right, Rex, we got the Rex report coming up here. Uh, Rex, take it away. Well, boys, there's not a lot to talk about um, as far as the Oregon-Washington game last week. Uh, Ducks only scored three points, so... Not a great outing. Um, we'll look just kind of looking ahead towards uh, the, for the Ducks this coming up weekend against Arizona. Uh, Injury-wise, kind of looks all the same for the Ducks. Um, a lot of the same names on the list and the sheet here I got in front of me. Um, Justin Herbert still questionable, so I think that's still up in the air. I know he's going to get an X-ray today, and that's kind of what everybody's waiting for. I think uh, until Don Essig says. Uh, who the starter is on Saturday that I don't think anyway I don't think we're gonna know so right that'll be interesting to see and then everybody else is kind of questionable as well I, th- I think Troy Dye is gonna play even though he's got a little bit of Achilles problem and uh, Benoit still has that concussion he's dealing with I think he's going to be back as well so I think you might not have Scott Pagano and I don't think you you might not have uh, Jake Pisarczyk but I think other than that and Justin Herbert, of course. Uh, other than that, I think everybody's going to be pretty well and healthy. And um, that's, I mean, that's all I'm going to do for the Rex Report today. I just keep it short. All right, thanks, Rex. That's the Rex Report. Go ahead and follow Rex on Twitter, at RexGardener12. And, uh, T, I got a question for you. Uh, the Ducks only scoring three points. I mean, offensive-wise, Oregon is just not good right now. Uh, Arizona's coming into the house. Will the Ducks be able to change that this weekend with or without Herbert? Well, with with Herbert, everything's going to change because, like I've said before, the quarterback position is the most position in all sports, and if you don't have that the guy the head of the snake, um, that that's what they're struggling. I mean, the offensive line is, is doing a good job We're making running lanes, but we've got to be able to move the ball uh, through the air. You don't have that other if it's fifty percent of your offense. If you're losing fifty percent of that without Justin Herbert. We're not moving the ball. It's going to be more of the same if we have if we don't have Justin. Um, but if we do have Herbert, I expect uh, you know there could be some rust. It's possible um, Herbert coming off of what five six something game absence. Um, so yeah, I mean if we have Herbert, we should expect a little bit of getting back to what how we were playing before. Um, so it just brings a whole a whole another half half of the offense back to life. Yeah, and the running game that it's just going to get that much better. Uh, with Justin Herbert back, people aren't going to be able to stop uh, 
people aren't going to be able to load the box, and uh, Royce Freeman and those guys are going to have a lot more fun. Plus, we're going to be able to get the ball in hands of guys like Charles Nelson and Dylan Mitchell, uh, who can make some big plays. Well, the thing the thing about that is um, we were we've been able to run the ball without in the passing game, and that's kind of scary to think about just how dedicated they are to the run game. And if we if we continue with this with Justin Herbert, it's going to take some pressure off from right away. But we can run the football. And then, you know, maybe third down, Justin Herbert's got to be effective. But, yeah, it's it's, it's I think our offense is in good hands if, if Herbert comes back. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's talk about Arizona now. Just a reminder, the Oregon-Arizona uh, game, 4 o'clock on the Pac-12 network at Austin Stadium. Weather looking pretty good. Uh, and then there's still a lot of tickets, so uh, get your tickets as soon as you can. Uh, boys, let's talk about the quarterback for Arizona, Tate. I mean, he's been a big talk in Arizona. Is he really the whole team, or do they got any other special guys? Well, I mean, the team around them is not bad, offensively at least. And uh, defensively, they're not great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a lot of it. Obviously, they started winning when he uh, started playing quarterback for him. Uh, he's He's pretty special. I mean, he, he looks like, um, you know, I, I, a lot of people get compared to Michael Vick, but he might be one of the closest comparisons I've ever seen uh, to looking like Michael Vick, the way he plays. He runs really, really smooth. So he looks, he doesn't look like he's running really fast, but he, he's moving faster than everybody else. So it's, he's he's impressive. Yeah, and, and in, at the beginning of the year, I watched an Arizona game for some reason. It was on late, late packed full after dark game, and they looked uninspired of whoever they had a quarterback before. And it just, you know, it's kind of like Oregon. Uh, when you don't have your, when you don't have quarterback position, it's just, it's a killer for your team. It's the, it's the most position, most important position on uh, all the sports. And and now they found their guy. And Arizona's looking a lot better. They're playing in a lot of more games, um, winning games. And that guy, he's impressive. I mean, he's a playmaker. So when uh, when you got a guy at the, at the quarterback quarterback position that can make plays like he does with his feet or with his arm. Uh, you can turn into a completely different ball ball team like Arizona did. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna only get better um, next year and the year after with him because uh, he's a freshman. So uh, it'll be pretty crazy to see what uh, he develops into and um, see because like he he like he's a lot like Lamar Jackson at Louisville too. And uh, but I feel like Lamar Jackson hasn't really took took that step this year. Um, and so I I'll, I'll be curious to see if he develops more as a passer uh, to kind of as far as his run game goes. It's funny that you mentioned Lamar Jackson because I just saw yesterday that he jumped a third. Quill Tate jumped a third in the Heisman wow. just ahead of Lamar Jackson. Wow. I uh, Taking a look at the stats here, Tate has 1,293 rushing yards. That's 11 touchdowns. And passing yards, he's just shy of 1,000 by two yards, 998. Eight touchdowns and six interceptions. So he's got more rushing yards than passing yards. Yeah, that's and that's only in about what six games. Yeah, that's crazy. Levitt, Levitt's gonna Levitt's gonna start with taking away his legs before he takes away his arm. I can uh -huh. guarantee that. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Troy Dye or somebody kind of plays a spy on him. I don't. I don't wish. You know. I don't wish putting Troy Dye on anyone. Because <laughs> that just gets hit. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to the Flock Talk today, wherever you're listening, on SoundCloud or iTunes. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. Just search the Flock Talk or search any of our names on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you will find this podcast. And tell your friends about us, too. Uh, boys, got a big question for you. What is it going to take Saturday 
for the Ducks to get the job done against Arizona? Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's very uh, Yeah, I mean, they're just going to have to score some points because uh, no matter how good our defense plays, I think Arizona's going to – Khalil Tate will put up some points. Uh, you can limit the big plays, of course, but uh, I think, you know, Ducks got to score at least 30. That's about been the magic number about every week, and Justin Herbert might need to be there. Yeah, with Rich Rod, Richard, uh, excuse me, Rich Rod teams in the past, you know they're always disciplined. They always they always play well at Austin. Um, they'll be ready to go. They're not going to be scared of the, the environment. Uh, I think tackling the space is going to be a big thing. Um, Arizona's got playmakers across the board. Um, can the DBs and the safeties come down and tackle in space? Um, Thing is controlling the edge, uh, making turning turning Quill Tate back to the middle. I love I love Quill Tate going one on one with Troy Die. We'll take those. I'd rather him not be able to get outside. Um, and offensively, yeah, it's just going to be up to Justin Herbert's X-ray, I guess. That offense is it's just it's it's ugly without him. Um, I don't see if we don't have him, I don't see the, the offense having any miraculous. Um, I don't, I don't you know I don't see him coming and putting up 35, 40 points without Justin Herbert. So we got to hope this x-ray, x-ray looks good. So you guys are talking about this x-ray that's taking place today, which is uh, the 16th. Will we know today, uh, tomorrow, or is it just going to be game time uh, on how that x-ray really went? Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be game time. It's not going to be today. It's not going to be tomorrow. Um, it's going to be 30 minutes probably before kickoff, somewhere in there. So why do you think the Ducks keep it so secret on, you know, players playing or just like small injuries? I guess it wasn't a small injury, but a big injury like that. Why do they keep it so in-house? Well, when when you got someone injured, you don't want the other team know, being able to prepare for, for either guy. Mm-hmm. So this is forcing the Arizona coaching staff to prepare for Braxton Burmeister, which is a running quarterback. Um, you're going to load the box against them. Uh, and then all of a sudden, if you just come out and say, you know, Herbert's fine, we're going to play him, then they can adjust their game plan and say, hey, we got to, we got to do this, this, and that. So you really want to keep everything secretive and, and, and make sure, you know, make sure that the Arizona coach staff has, has the pressure to prepare for two guys instead of just one. All right, so coming up in the flock talk, we'll touch on uh, the NFL. Uh, we're all playing fantasy. We're going to touch up and update you guys on our fantasy status. Uh, also, you UCLA player suspended after the China incident. Uh, that's just a mess with the whole ball family situation. I mean, just L.A. news. Blah. Uh, Oregon Duck men's basketball. We'll talk a lot about that next, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Driving means freedom, exploration, fun, pride, flexibility, protection, friendship, independence. Distracted driving means danger, recklessness, irresponsible, chaos, police, devastation, injury, death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. We're back on the Flock Talk. Thanks for listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Gary Snyder, the whole gang here, Rex Gardner, and T. Ivy. Boys, let's talk NCAA basketball now. The Oregon Ducks 2-0 to start their regular season. Uh, I got to watch their game the other night against Prairie View A&M. Uh, I mean, Rex, you can take this away for me, but the Ducks looked a little sloppy. I got to watch the whole game. They did put up 100 points on the Panthers. Uh, but it's Dana Altman. 
as we know, he, he'll get this team rolling and uh, ready to go when he needs to. Yeah, and most of that was uh, the Ducks scoring about 30 points in a kind of a streak there in the second half. Um, they didn't do most of their scoring otherwise, so uh, they were they did, they did kind of a slow game, a little sloppy. Um, but it's pretty clear so far that uh, Troy Brown's kind is kind of be Troy's Brown, Troy Brown's team. Um, you know, Pritchard's got the experience and such, and he may be a guy they turn to at times. But it's 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 Troy Brown's team, and he's he's clear in a way the best player on this on the squad. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I haven't watched much of the basketball. I, I usually don't get into college basketball until all football's over because I'm football first. Um, but I heard. I heard Dan Altman on the radio say he didn't. He questioned their defensive effort. Um, so, and I look for that to be a problem this year for a young team um, that likes to shoot, likes to score. But you got to defend. You got to play defense. So, especially for Dan Altman. So, we'll see going forward. I'm excited to watch him. Yeah, and I think uh, talent-wise, just by watching watching them, uh, they have the talent and the size to play defense. They're long. Uh, you got guys like Roman Sorkin and um, Michael yeah. McIntosh and uh, Elijah Brown, some long guys. Uh, so I think I think they're gonna be fine if they can, you know, get everything together and they can play well together. But uh, yeah, it's just gonna be, you know, can they come together by February, March time, uh, January? Can they play good in there? And uh, play good in tw the Pac-12 tournament, and then hopefully get in the NCAA tournament, and so on. So uh, the AP poll, uh, it's been out for quite some time now. Uh, do not does not have Oregon in the top 25. Uh, I want to ask you guys this question: uh, Who's going to be the top team of the Pac-12? I know Arizona is always the talk. Uh, this year they're at number four. Uh, USC's at 10. Um, I see UCLA at 23. Is there any way the Ducks can make that march this year and get into the uh, AP poll top 25? Well, UCLA is too good at stealing. I don't know if we can mm -hmm. we can <laughs> compete with them. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I think no. I think I think Arizona uh, has a really good chance, but I, I feel like they do every year and they somehow find a way not to win it. Uh, except for I think they did win. They did beat us last year in the Pac-12 tournament, right? Um, so no, I think, I think Arizona though, they, they got a really good team. They got a good young talent. Um, and I'm assuming that they're going to be pretty good and they're going to be one of the favorites to win it all. You know what? Yeah. I, USC, um, see that they're up there in the top 10. That's kind of different. Usually USC is pretty, pretty lousy at basketball. So we'll see how they do. Um, I, I like Oregon. I mean, we're young and Dana Altman knows how to coach. I have all faith in him. So maybe Oregon can get back in there. All right, Oregon basketball returns to Matthew Knight Arena tomorrow night. Yeah, that's Friday, 8 o'clock start against the Alabama State Hornets. Uh, boys, we got to make a game sometime. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about I mean, fantasy football. Let's go to the NFL. Uh, boys, I, I'm always struggling at running back, who to pit in on my team. Uh, right now I got Leonard Fournette, which he is questionable this week, and he is at Cleveland. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's been doing real good for me. Um, another good running back that's been doing pretty good for me is Mark Ingram, but it's always that last spot. I always have trouble picking. Um, it's C.J. Anderson out of the Denver Broncos or LeGarrette Blount. i got to pick up a couple more running backs, but uh, who do you got? C.J. Anderson or put LeGarrette Blount in there? I mean, LeGarrette Blount should get some good carries in the red zone for the Eagles, uh, even though J.H.I.A. is going to take some of those carries now that he's there. Mm -hmm. Uh 
But C.J. Anderson, uh, he's also going to get some more carries just because the Broncos can't throw the ball. So that's a that's a tough one. I don't know what you think, T. Uh, struggling, a struggling Bronco offense. I tell you what, um, they don't look good without a quarterback. But he has in the last four weeks. C.J. Anderson's had ten, ten carries, nine carries, fifteen carries, and ten carries. Whenever I'm, whenever I decide to do it in fantasy football, I go with volume. Right. Um, so he's not really getting, not getting. Only in the last four weeks, he's only getting one game of. 15 carries or more so i mean you got that eagle high-flying offense maybe you know garrett blunt might scalp one or two touchdowns um and that's six points right there so i think i think you just maybe you plug blunt in there and hope he gets a, a red zone touchdown with 20 or 30 yards yeah i agree uh do you guys how did your uh fantasy matchup go last week <laughs> i got that dub you know yeah rex beat me last week in the in the league uh, team just did not get it done. Couldn't get couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Need so, Justin Herbert. Yeah. What is your guys' standing looking like? Uh, how are you guys uh, playoff eligible yet, or you still got a couple more weeks to figure that out? I'm I'm, I'm scrapping to get in the the, the playoffs. I'm, I'm sitting uh, I think in fourth place, tied for fourth in T's league here. Yeah, I'm, I think five I'm in eight. five, so I'm not doing too bad. Eight right. eight gets in the playoffs in my league, so. Wow, eight. I, I'm right at eight. Wow, only four in our league, and uh, currently I'm in second, playing the number one this week. So it's it's a must win for me. All right, we're gonna wrap things up today on the Flock Talk. Uh, college football. Um, there's a couple good games on this week. Uh, number one, Alabama. They got a walk in the park. Miami. They're playing Virginia. Should be able to get things done there. Uh, game to watch for. That's happening right after uh, game day gets done at nine o'clock. Uh, number twenty-four, Michigan, taking on number five, Wisconsin. Might be a big test for the Badgers, but I think they'll get that one done. Um, it's home, too, in Wisconsin. Uh, boys, any final thoughts for this college football uh, weekend? Yeah, now it's Saturday, man. Saturdays, you, you, you throw on football, you go to the Duck game. You know, it'll be fun. Anything can happen. Go Ducks. Yeah. Uh, excited to see you, boys. I'm, geez, I'm excited to eat some good food, too. Damn, this food down here on the coast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we appreciate you listening to the Flock Talk today. Uh, just a reminder, head over to Twitter and give us a follow at my handle, gsnipes34. Follow uh, Rex Gardner at rexgardner12. And TIV55, that's two E's in the T. Uh, boys, we'll see you this weekend. For uh, Rex Gardner and TIV, my name's Gary Snyder. Thanks for tuning in today. <laughs>